0: Hey fellow readers, nice to see you found your way back to our magical world here. Today we are looking at books that you may have read when you were younger. It's just a blast of the past. Also, make sure to check out Anchor if you want to get into the podcast biz. Now cozy down and get settled in with that nice music playing in the background. Thanks whoever, he's my speaker. Let's dive into the books of old and of imagination. Read more for you guys today. Our three books are as follows. The Miraculous Journey of Edward Tulane by Kate DiCamillo. Wow, I seem to have a thing for long names. First Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children, and now The Miraculous Journey of Edward Tulane. (laughs) Next is Charlie and the Chocolate Factory by Roald Dahl. And lastly, Calvin and Hobbes by Bill Watterson. I know you've probably read them before, but rereading them when you're older is really beneficial. Here we go! In his own opinion, Edward Tulane is a very fine China rabbit, thank you kindly. He lives in a wondrous house with a very kind and loving owner, Aveline, and everything he could possibly wish for. The only problems he had were very minor, but as Edward was very vain, they bothered him greatly. As vain as Edward was, that didn't stop Aveline from loving him with all of her heart. Only Edward didn't love her back. One day, on a trip by boat to England, Edward gets lost. He ends up being found by many different people, and he lives many different lives. At last, he discovers what he had been looking for through his whole journey. Now, I could tell just by saying the synopsis of the book that it sounds very childish, and nothing like anything you'd normally read. But as I said in the last episode, it is my all-time favorite book. When it starts off, you think that Edward is the most vain creature in the world. But as the story goes on, you learn how to laugh, love, and cry in more ways than you thought possible. Every part of this book, even the ones that seem unimportant, majorly contribute to the overall plot and how it'll play out later on. This book has so many quotes to live by. Some happy, some sad, and some just downright inspirational. Actually, The Miraculous Journey of Edward Tulane reminds me of How the Grinch Stole Christmas, which is a great family-friendly holiday movie inspired by the book that Dr. Seuss wrote that I recommend you watch and read. My family and I watch it every year. I can't really say too much about Edward and his book without accidentally saying something that would ruin the experience for you and I would never do that. Trust me. So again, our age rating is for grades 4 and up, and like pretty much always, I will somewhat respectfully disagree with it. Sure, grade 4 can be the youngest, but when people see, or in your case, hear, that it's for younger people, they lose interest. I read this book when I was younger, and reading it, Again now, I realize how much important and heartfelt information that I just couldn't see because I was the age that I was. Please, 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 please give all these books a shot. You won't regret it if you do. Willowonki's factory has been closed for ages, but suddenly, one day, the ovens turn back on and the chocolatey smell wafts into the air again. The old workers rush to the door waiting to be welcomed back into the factory, but the doors remain shut. Later, an announcement was made in the paper that five lucky people that find a golden ticket in one of Willy Wonka's chocolate bars will get to explore the factory. Charlie Bucket, an 11-year-old boy with little money, ends up beating the odds and finds the golden ticket. I guess it doesn't really matter how many you buy, as long as luck is on your side. Join Charlie and the others, as they find exactly what they're looking for in the factory, and everything that they're not. I'm sure that you have all read this at least once, but don't worry if you haven't. I won't spoil anything for you guys, no matter if literally everyone in the world has read it before or not. Everyone as a kid has dreamed of being in a chocolate factory at least once. Willy Wonka's factory is the best of the best, and Roald Dahl describes it in such a way that it's almost like you are there. I was fortunate enough to find myself inside of Hershey's Chocolate Factory, and let me just say, it was magical. There was chocolate everywhere, and I even got to create my very own chocolate bar. I have the box to prove it. Even if Hershey's wasn't as completely awesome as Willis Wonka's Factory would be, it was still one of the best experiences I've had. Oh yeah, that's another tip. Try to do something related to the book you're reading. It brings you more into the story, and you're able to connect with it better. Every part of the book is full of vivid pictures, so if it's like you were a fly on the wall while the story is taking place. Again, this book is more recommended for younger people, about age 7 to 10. But that doesn't mean that it isn't beneficial for you to reread it, or read it for the first time if you hadn't before. Fictionally History, my first comic book type on this podcast. Calvin and Hobbes is a great time-consuming book to read, and the individual strips are sectioned into different sub-books based on the topic and in order. Calvin has the life of a normal boy with a tiger sidekick and a very super ultra-active imagination. He goes on many adventures and has lots of fun while doing it. These comics were originally in the newspaper before they started being collected to put into the books. Kevin and Hobbes are the best of best friends and love fighting and teasing each other ferociously all the time. They love playing outside and hate doing chores. Sound familiar? I thought so. Kevin and Hobbes also created a game called Calvin Ball, which is actually played in real life, like Quidditches. Kevin and Hobbes was, as I said, in the newspaper, so anyone could read it, but now that it's a book, people need to put age ratings on it for, well, legal reasons, I guess. Fun. So these books are recommended for ages 12 and up, only because people any younger than that probably wouldn't understand and appreciate the humor in Bill Watterson's fabulous idea. So you want to read it now, huh? Well, there are multiple different options for you. You could buy the individual comic books, or you could buy the complete collection. The complete collection is split up into four different parts, about an inch and a half thick, and they all fit into one box. The individual comics are a centimeter thick, and they are ordered based on when they came out, but also grouped under one title. If you want your own copy, get the complete collection, but if you're going to share and offer to your friends, I would not do that. Get the individual ones. Welcome back to the future, my friends. I hope you had a good time on your blast to the past and are excited to read these childish books once again, or for the first time. Once again, I am not telling you when the next episode will be released to the public, aka you guys. I do have one hint for you about what the next episode will be, author spotlight. Do with that information however you wish, but make sure you find your way back for this author spotlight. I promise, the author that I'm talking about has many, many amazing books for young adults. All of the books in this episode, The Miraculous Journey of Edward Tulane by Kate de Charlie and the Chocolate Factory by Roald Dahl, who, I almost said Willy Wonka, and last but not least, Calvin and Hobbes by Bill Watterson, can be found anywhere that books are sold, and even on e-reader platforms. Make sure to get them fast! See you book lovers next time here on Fictionally. Bye!